PFF NFL Daily today discussing 3-0 teams and which of the five remaining undefeated teams are for real and which ones are fool's gold, Sam. So let's go through this. Last week, we gave a little optimism for the 0-2 teams, so let's drag down some 3-0 teams, shall we? Um, yeah, let's do it. So let's start with the LA Rams. I think we would both agree at 3-0, at the Rams feel like the best of the bunch. And just to review, it's the Rams... Cardinals, both in the NFC West. It's the Raiders and Broncos in the AFC West, and then the Carolina Panthers. Those are your five 3 0 teams. Let's start with the Rams. Are they for real? I think they are, actually. This is the closest, certainly the closest one of the group, the one where you can't really pick too many holes in it. If you'd, if you'd done this a week ago, you could have made the argument that, hey, yeah, they're 2 0, they look great. Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay, it looks amazing. On the other hand, they haven't really played anybody yet. But they just did that. They just played the Bucks, who are probably still the best team in the NFL when all is said and done. Um, and okay, the Bucks were missing a couple of defensive players. They weren't at 100% strength, but this is the way of the world, right? That's what you have to deal with in the NFL. And they look great against the Bucks. Their offensive line dominated Tampa's defensive front. They were able to get after them in the passing game. Deshaun Jackson could have had like 200 yards and three touchdowns if Stafford had connected with him uh, a bit more regularly. And their defense held up really well. So I, I think at that point, you have to say, hey, look, the Rams are for real until they show otherwise. I'll keep deferring back to pass the ball, stop the pass. That's today's NFL. The Rams can do it, right? And again, upgrade with Stafford at quarterback, and it is working as expected, better than I, have expe- than I even expected at this point. Rams definitely for real. Let's stay in that division. They're playing the Arizona Cardinals this week. So somebody's not going to be undefeated by the end of the week. Are the Cardinals for real, Sam? I'm going to vote yes, they're for real. Uh, but, you know, playing teams like the Rams, the Seahawks, the 49ers in that division, I think is, is, is going to be difficult for them. Yeah, it's a tough road. Let's, let's reframe this to buy or sell, right? That makes it easier. I think the Cardinals, I would be buying Arizona. I think they've looked really good so far. Kyler Murray has the league's highest big-time throw rate, 9.5%, which is massive. Uh, 10 big time throws so far and it's not even just the volume it's the variety of them he's making big plays in a a bunch of different ways Um, and and also adding some value on the ground he's still a rushing threat when they get to short yardage when they get to critical gotta have it type of situations he's got a a few touchdowns on the ground as well their defense is so fun to watch they've got all these creative unique players isaiah simmons avon collins buddha baker jj watt all these guys that don't really fit into this perfect cookie cutter mold of what a specific player at that position is supposed to look like and consequently it means they can like you know tool around moving these guys all over the place and and cause some real problems for opposing offenses um they have i think the highest percentage in the nfl of contested catches on third downs like that group of guys in the secondary which on paper doesn't look great, they're making life difficult for, for offenses at the right time. You see, that would be my concern there. And it, as I'm you know, in PFF premium stats, part of your PFF elite package, go sort by the team coverage grades and you will see the top four teams in PFF coverage grade, team coverage grade, they're all three and out. It's all teams that we're going to be discussing here. So the Rams are, th- I mean, sorry, the Cardinals are third in coverage grade. That would be my concern as far as their potential regression can the group, the trio of Byron Murphy, Marco Wilson, and Robert Alford keep that up throughout the season? But I'm still buying Arizona because of what you said in all of those weapons defensively. So the number one coverage unit as we move to the AFC here, 
the number one coverage unit is the Denver Broncos. They've only allowed 26 points in three <laughs> games. They've also only played the Giants, Jets, and Jaguars. So buy or sell the Denver Broncos at 3-0. Yeah, this one's tougher. Um, this is a perfect example of, hey, they look great, but they really haven't played anybody. Um, I saw a meme of it this morning that, you know, the Homer Simpson meme where he's standing there in front of Marge and, and it's just his uh, boxer is looking all thin and then it cuts around the bank and he's got just this mound of fat like tied up with an elastic band keeping it all tight that's like the bang or that that was no, the broncos that's the broncos where it was like, their fat? you know three and oh at the front and then at the back it was you know the three teams they played so far so look their their season starts right now they they've had their three games we expected them to win the giants the jets the jags now we get the ravens we get the steelers we get the raiders we get the broncos we get Washington, okay, they're not looking great right now. Dallas, Philly. Can I put can I put some numbers to that? It just starts now. It gets mean. What do you got? The PFF betting tools so far to date, the 32nd hardest schedule. So the easiest, easiest. schedule for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> easiest right? is the way of phrasing that. Yeah. That's the way to do that. Um, I'm just reading the number. Sixth hardest remaining schedule, though, right. for the Broncos. So I do believe that is that's going to change our perception of the Broncos yes. going forward. I do think that that defense is is a good unit. The offense has talent. They're lose that depth, though, that was so incredible at the start of the year. We're chipping away at that now with K.J. Hamler, with Jerry Judy going down. But the big the question is Teddy Bridgewater. Can he maintain the kind of level he's at right now when the competition gets serious? Yeah, so I'm going to buy the Denver Broncos as a football team because I think they're a very good team, even if Bridgewater doesn't keep it up. Uh, right now, the number nine passing grade in the NFL, even if that regresses a little bit, I'm buying the football team, the Denver Broncos. I'm selling their wins and losses. I'm selling them as a competitor in the AFC West because of what they have as far as a schedule. We'll get into the other teams as well, but week three of football is in the books, and it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings has given all new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. You don't want to miss this. You head to DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and place a $1 bet on any week four game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook's not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit of $1 wage required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana 1-800-9 with it. All right, fellow AFC West team, the Las Vegas Raiders, also 3-0, Sam. Also a team in that top four when it comes to PFF coverage grade. I did not believe that would be the case coming into the year. So coverage grade, as we know anyway, uh, tends to fluctuate, tends to be a little unstable. So will the Raiders be able to maintain that number four spot? And are you buying them as a 3-0 team? They're in a similar kind of tough uh, situation to Denver. It's not that they're. It's not that the teams they've played have been garbage. They've played some decent competition. But one of the reasons that De that the Las Vegas Raiders suddenly look great is because they have a pass rush out of nowhere. Like this, they, they've been the butt of jokes for years since trading away Khalil Mack. That you know, hey, pass rush is difficult to find because it's been so utterly pathetic and futile what they've had in a post Khalil Mack world 
all of a sudden Max Crosby is the best pass rusher in the NFL. The Raiders are the best graded pass rush unit in the league at PFF. On the other hand, they haven't faced a good offensive line yet. And in fact, they haven't even faced an average offensive line yet. They've three, faced three bad ones. Um, and even, you know, the Ravens is the best line they've faced. And they had a, an injured Ronnie Stanley and Villanueva at right tackle. Those guys alone surrendered 19 pressures in that game. So we're not even going to know if Max Crosby is actually really good this year until like halfway through the season when he faces his first decent right tackle. Um, so that makes it really difficult to gauge where exactly that defense is. The good news for them is I think the offense is really good. And Derek Carr is second only to Kyla Murray in big time throw rate. He's got, you know, incredible deep ball again. Nelson Aguilar leaving didn't change that. He's still got that aggressive streak in him, which was the thing missing for a few years. So I'm buying the offense, and I think the defense is a wait and see. But if it maintains where it's at, then, yeah, they're for real, and they're a playoff team. Yeah, I I think I have a similar take as the Broncos. I don't know if I like the roster as much, but the Raiders have really impressed. Yannick Ngakwe has come in and been great. Casey Hayward's come in and been great. Have to give them credit. It didn't feel like a great offseason for the Raiders. Those two guys have been fantastic. Rookie corner Nate Hobbs has been fantastic. The pass rush, as you said, it's number one in the NFL, number four coverage grade. Again, I think they'll regress a little bit, but the Raiders are there as contenders. I think ultimately they're in the playoff hunt. So is that a buy? I mean, I'm not buying them again as AFC West champions or anything like that, but I'm buying them as playoff contenders. And let's wrap it up with the Carolina Panthers. This is the one I feel worst about. The Panthers at 3-0, I'm very impressed with what they're doing defensively, schematically, using their playmakers. Sam Darnold has looked so much better this year, but can the Panthers actually keep it up? Yeah, this is another, you know, look at who they've played. They've played the Jets. They played the Texans. The Texans didn't even have their quarterback. They were down to Davis Mills, who, you know, played pretty well in that game. But still, um, those are two teams that were expected to be amongst the worst teams in the NFL this season. And they played the Saints, who have been like nomadic in the wilderness for the last month because of a hurricane and were down eight assistant coaches because of COVID and missing some players and have Jameis Winston. Right. And have Jameis Winston at quarterback. So, like, you kind of have to throw that one out as well, as we don't know if that means anything yet. But again, much like some of these other teams, you know, they are going to have a tougher run in. They play the Bucs two times in the last three games, Buffalo as well. But this is actually not a difficult schedule for them. So they might look pretty good for a long time. Um, I'm just not buying that they're actually really good for a long time. I think ultimately their record will look a lot better than this team is. But that record might be enough to get them to the playoffs. Panthers fans probably remember I was calling them the worst 6-2 and two team in history just a few years ago. So I'll Do probably be again. doing that again. I'll be doing it again this year. I expect Darnold to regress a little bit. I think the coverage unit, the back seven will regress a little bit. But like you said, the NFC South doesn't play a difficult schedule. It's the fourth easiest remaining. So great start for the Panthers. They're also getting hurt by some injuries. Christian McCaffrey, J.C. Horn now out for the season. Just traded for C.J. Henderson. We'll see if he can replace him. I'm going to sell the Panthers, though, as a top-end team, even though they they will be competitive so there you go let us know what do you think of those 3-0 teams around the nfl the pff nfl daily